and welcome back to the show for another week. It is always so lovely to be in your ears and thank you so much for being here. I had a lot of feedback on last week's episode about judgment and obviously that was something that really hit for a lot of people. Um, I think we all, or many of us, struggle with that self-judgment, judgment of others, the inner critic and all of those things. Well, I mean, everybody, I think, has that inner critic. Uh, it's just that some of us manage to learn or have the skills or just, you know, are able to not listen to it as much. And so I think it's something that really resonated with lots of you. So thank you for all the messages and texts and all of that. And I'm glad it resonated and I hope it was helpful. And as I said, that's what this is all about. It really is about helping, supporting, kind of getting ideas out there, reflections, just getting curious about things and thinking about the world and how we are and how we are as humans in different ways in positive ways, in forward-thinking ways, and I just love it. And my mind is just in this stuff all the time. And as I'm going to talk about today, actually being in your mind is sometimes not the best and not that helpful, and actually some of the work is to get into our bodies. So I guess I've got some thoughts that have come up. There's been lots of things mulling around in my mind, obviously since the retreat, but then also last weekend, or not last weekend, last Wednesday was International Women's Day, as most of you being women who listen to my podcast will know. So International Women's Day is a celebration, I guess, a day of reflection. In many ways, it's about sort of awareness and advocacy and, you know, sort of trying to create change, thinking about all the things of how far we've come, but also where we need to move forward still and, you know, how far we are in terms of equality and all of that. And this year's theme was actually embrace equity, which I thought was really interesting to understand. It's not just about equality, but it's about equity and what the differences are there. And I'll probably make a bit of a mash of the definition, but basically it's not just thinking about like equality as in where you're at now, but equity is sort of like where you've come from and where you're starting from. And so understanding that very often women start without the same standards on a different playing field, I guess. So it's about kind of moving towards equity rather than just equality, Um, which I thought was, yeah, amazing and interesting. And just, it just shows the layers and the depth of what we, of the work that we need to do, I guess. And so I went to an International Women's Day lunch and I emceed the event in Barham, our local shire, the Murray River Shire, put on an event. It was awesome. It was so lovely. Um, It was just just a really lovely day and it was such an honour to be asked to be MC. I love that sort of stuff so much. I love, um, I guess, being on stage. I love talking. I love sharing, you know, as most of you who listen to this podcast will know, that's kind of obvious. But it was just a real treat to be asked, especially, you know, and something else that came up was especially being asked in your own community to do those sort of things because often in some of the conversations I've been having with people lately is that often you're not recognised in your own community. A lot of women particularly find that they're doing things um, and people in other communities notice or further afield notice but not in your own community. So it's just really lovely to be asked for that and that was a nice moment. And then it was just a really beautiful day. They had the Long Paddock did the catering. Uh, the Long Paddock is a local cafe here in Kundruk and they just do the best food. There was so much food and it was so delicious. And it was sold out. There was 85 women turned up in the Riverside Park and it was beautifully organised. It was a beautiful setup, and it was just so lovely. And we had two wonderful guest speakers, Kim Fall from Ethical Outback Wool and Ginny Stevens from Active Farmers. And it was, as always, just so lovely to hear their stories and to hear from them and 
I just love listening to women share their stories. You know, a lot of what I've done on this podcast is to share women's stories. Lately, it's been a lot more solo shows, which I'm actually really enjoying, but I do love hearing from women who have done incredible things and who are paving the way and who, you know, are are able to kind of push through often the imposter syndrome, the self-doubt, the, you know, all of that stuff and actually go and do the things that they really want to do. And I always think that's really inspiring. And something else that I always reflect on after these events and think about, and something that I often think about is what's going on behind the scenes for these people. And, you know, so often in our society, we praise the women that seem to be doing it all. And we're like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. You just do everything. You're incredible. And we look at these women who have these businesses and they just uh, go, 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 go. And we, we praise them. Like it's something that we do. And it, and that, and that's great. But Sometimes I question, like, at what cost? You know, what is that actually costing that woman, her family, her relationships? Uh, how is she managing all of that behind the scenes? And I think it's a conversation we don't have enough. Um, there's a lot about, you know, we're trying to empower women to be able to have the freedom to do whatever they want and, you know, all of that stuff. But often, and so often then we see these women doing these incredible things and we praise what they're doing and it looks great on the surface and they're, you know, achieving so much and that's wonderful and we're like, oh, that's amazing. But, yeah, it's this kind of I'm always interested in what's going on behind the scenes. And so I actually asked both the girls that question and it was really interesting to get their answers uh, because I'm really, really interested in this because I think it's sometimes it can be, I guess, misleading if we go out there with this, look at all this stuff we've achieved, but behind the scenes it's actually a shit show and we're not honest about that. And so what I loved and what I wanted to share with you from both of these speakers was their honesty and their vulnerability around where they were actually at behind the scenes. And it's actually quite a tough question to get asked on the spot, to be honest. It's like, you know, when someone says to you, oh, so how are you managing your well-being? What's it like behind the scenes? How's that all going? Because it's quite, quite, can be quite challenging to answer that question. But both Ginny and Kim were really beautiful in their responses. And Kim was really upfront and honest and was like, yeah, it actually is a bit of a shit show. Um, but you know, it just, for her, it just works, you know, and I thought, well, that's great because she was very honest in that, yeah, it is a bit day by day. She sort of just does go a bit hell for leather. Um, you know, she sort of, she didn't really seem to have like that she was having heaps of practices to kind of keep it all together. It was just, it was just, it, it was what it is, what it is. And it was what it was for her. And, and I thought it was really lovely the way she answered that. And I was, you know, I thought that was awesome um, that she was so honest about that. And then Ginny as well, sort of in a different way was also very honest in saying that she had actually had to resign from being the CEO of Active Farmers because she got very sort of honest with herself and realised that for that organisation to continue to expand and grow and to keep going the way she wanted it to go, she didn't have anything more to give. Like she was giving everything she possibly could now and it was too much. It was too much to handle. She has twins and another child um, a three-year-old, so the twins have just started school and the three-year-old's at home and she's like, I just, you know, I just couldn't keep doing that role. And so she actually stepped back from being the CEO. And she, and I thought also that that was wonderful for people to hear because it's it's really, I guess, I, th- I mean, I think that's empowering, to be honest, for other women and to see that it's okay to acknowledge when you can't keep doing it all and to take that step back and for her to have that awareness and, you know, she said it was extremely hard, but she was able to do that, you know, and, and to make that choice. And I thought, well, that is also fabulous to hear that sometimes we can't just, and, and, and 
off so often we just keep going, you know, we just keep going and going and going. The wheels are falling off. Everything's a disaster behind the scenes that we just keep going because we're so either attached to our passion or our dream or this thing or we can't let go of that sort of the pride or the ego around that and so we just keep going. And it actually takes a lot of courage to step back and to put yourself first, to put your family first and to do all of that. So I thought that was wonderful to hear as well. And Ginny also said she had a real, she has a meditation practice. She exercises. She does a lot of things. So I thought it was really great to hear those two different, very honest perspectives on what was going on behind the scenes, because I do think that that is so important for people to hear. I wanted to talk more about this. And I thought I've been thinking about, you know, the, following on from that, some different areas. And I was actually listening to, which everybody must listen to, Glennon Doyle's interview today. Oh, now her name escapes me as I'm saying this podcast, but I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, so the podcast was brilliant in the way that it talked about this whole idea of connecting back to ourselves. And they, she actually talked about this in the podcast, this, this idea of this resilient woman and what it means to be resilient and then how we just get so caught up in this achieving and keeping on going. And this is something that I've talked about in the past before, but I think what happens is we're born into this world where it's just, it's all about consuming, it's all about achieving, it's all about just doing more and we forget that we're not actually designed to do that as such and it's it's actually very hard for many of us. I mean, I think there are some people who can manage that and that's great but I think for a lot of us it's really, really, really hard to do it all and to be go, go, go and we actually are required to rest. We need rest and more importantly, we need to connect back to ourselves and we are not taught how to connect to ourselves, to connect to nature, to just be in our bodies. And this is what I was referring to earlier. You know, we're so disconnected from our bodies and we're so in our heads and our minds and we just have no idea. It's not even talked about, you know. And I remember, like, I've been trying to do this work for a long time and I think I was saying in my earlier podcast in Reflection of the Retreat, trying so much to get back to that connection to self and, like, sort of, you know, intellectually trying to do it. It doesn't work like that. And it's so hard to actually just to let go and to trust and to connect back into the body and to really be in your body and not in your head. Like it's actually just so hard because, I mean, I haven't, I've been trying to do it, I guess, but it's probably, you know, there was a good 30 years there. I was so disconnected from my body. And actually they talk about um, in this podcast how trauma is also like a real disembodiment. And so when we experience trauma and I wholeheartedly feel this. I completely get it. And I know, and I've tried to articulate this before, but from the very moment that I found out about dad dying and that he'd taken his life, like I just remember the moment when I was told it was like I stepped out of my body and I was looking at myself as if I was someone else. It's like it wasn't me anymore because I was so discombobulating and I felt so disconnected. And I was like, it's just like, it wasn't me. You know, it's like this is not happening to me. It was, it's so weird. It's like, I've tried to explain it. It's like that sliding doors moment where you just, you know, it's not your life, but it really is. Now I can use those words. It's a separation from the self. And obviously it's some sort of protection thing or yeah, it's a protection mechanism or it's a way that we, we disconnect from our body because the, the pain is so much and it hurts so much that we disconnect, you know, and so then because I wasn't taught how to sit with that pain, sit with that uncomfortableness, sit with that sadness, that grief, like process that in my body, I just stayed in my head. 
And I think, well, and I think that's the right or, or an explanation for what happens to so many of us when we experience trauma. And, you know, what I'm learning as I get older is trauma doesn't have to be that your dad took his life when you were 15. And, you know, part of the journey for me has actually been understanding that that is trauma because what I've done is actually, you know, part of my being in my head and not at my body was squashing that down and saying it actually wasn't that bad. And that was a big thing that I learned on the um, retreat was that just that it is, it was trauma (laughs) because I have convinced myself, my brain convinced myself that it wasn't that bad. It's fine. You know, that was a big thing for me. And so, so many of us just get in our heads and disconnect from that, disconnect from our body and that processing of that trauma and, and actually allowing ourselves to feel that grief and that sadness and that pain. And we just stay in our heads because it's, safer in, in you know we think it's safer and we feel like it's safer and we're not taught how to process that grief how to be in our bodies and sit with that pain and that sadness and and it's just so interesting that that's what happens and so we're so disconnected from ourselves and our bodies and what we really need and so this is what happens as women too and I was thinking about I think it's actually it's amplified as women because there's so much in society that really disconnects us because then we have all this you know, we're constantly told that we're not enough through ads, um, magazines, like social media. Everything is bombarding us with this you're not enough feeling so that then we'll go and buy all this stuff to make us feel like we're enough. So, you know, we can go and consume all these products and then we'll feel like we're enough. And surprise, surprise, it doesn't work. For for many of us, we, we never, we still are just chasing this more, more, I need more, I need to buy more. If I look this way, if I have this thing, you know, if I do this thing, then I'll be enough. And that's, it's this constant chasing of this more, more, more and wanting to be enough that drives us to just keeping on doing all these things that it still keeps us disconnected, you know, and actually that's what a capitalist society wants us to to do is just to remain disconnected from ourselves because then we buy, you know, and we keep consuming and we need all these things. And I would take that to the to the way we look as well. You know, something that I have struggled with a lot over the last few years is the idea of getting Botox and, you know, to, to look a certain way. And I did actually get Botox a few times, but I really didn't like the way it changed my face. And I just, I felt really uncomfortable. And it was sort of like a love-hate thing. Like I kind of liked that I didn't have the wrinkles, but I also found I just couldn't smile the way I like to smile, you know, and I'm a big smiler and I'm a very expressive, smiley person. And to not be able to smile my big smile with my eyes just felt so weird, you know. But it's it's a real dilemma and it's something that I still struggle with probably almost daily. Like, oh, should I be getting Botox? Look at all these wrinkles. Oh, my goodness. But also just desperately wanting to be myself as well. And so I so get it. Like, it's so hard. There's We're constantly, and you know, as a 41-year-old woman, like a lot of people I know are getting Botox these days. And so then if you're not getting it, you look even older. It's a real dilemma. But it's this constant, you know, society is constantly telling us that we have to do all these things to be good enough instead of just knowing in ourselves and connecting back to who we are, which are at our true heart and just being ourselves. And it's so hard. And I have, you know, it. I've found it so, so hard. And so I just think that it's one of these, it's just, it's just all these things that have been coming to my mind following International Women's Day and thinking about these things for women and why we're so disconnected from ourselves and why we have this need to prove ourselves and why we don't listen to our bodies, why we don't 
why we struggle so much to put ourselves first and to have self-care and to be able to actually understand and listen to what we really need and to stop trying to prove ourselves. And it's it's still really challenging. And like I say, I struggle with this stuff daily, really, to be honest, um, in, in the way that I look, the way that I have to try to show up in my business, the way that, you know, I have to try and be, oh, gosh, the other one for me is trying to be the perfect mother. Whew. Like that one came up for me big time in the retreat. It's just like, oh, goodness me. Like I beat myself so much up about my mothering and it's very subtle, but it's there all the time. And it's just constant, like you're not good enough as a mother. And every it's sort of everything I do, like whether it might be that I yell at them, oh, my goodness, you've ruined them. You know, like it just it's <laughs> so, so much in that. So it's really, really hard to actually connect back to yourself. Um, and to be in your body and to just come back home to who you are. So it was actually such a privilege to have that experience at that retreat and to now know that I can tap into that. And I have been struggling with it a bit since the retreat because I kind of want that feeling all the time, but I'm finding it hard to get back to that tapping into that knowing inside of me. And so I guess you know, to go like right back to where I started all this conversation about how that relates back to, you know, women being empowered to understand what's really going on behind the scenes. I think it just, it all ties in for me because of the honesty of these women and being able to actually understand what's happening for women and the struggle. And it's not just all about what's happening on the outside. It's all part of the picture for me. It's like, it's that whole thing about getting curious about what it really takes to show up and do all of that stuff. And what is that costing them? And how do we actually kind of almost break that down a bit so that we can stop maybe putting all these women up on this pedestal. And I mean, it's probably it's not even that. Like we, we can still put the women up on the pedestal, but maybe like give them a break or question a bit more or just get more, yeah, like I said, get more curious about like what that's actually costing and start to be a little bit more, what's the word, inquisitive and look at the layers more and see that it's actually a lot more nuanced than that and and not just this you know, praising women for achievement at all costs. I think we've got to go deeper than that and we have to be more understanding about what that takes because what that's doing when we do that is putting all this pressure on all these other women out there who are then comparing themselves to these women who are achieving everything and then wondering why the hell they can't do it as well. And so it just perpetuates this kind of idea that we've all got to be achieving all the time, you know. So I just think it's just a really interesting thing to consider and think about and to understand and to, you know, start to bring awareness around. And it is 100% not from a place of judgment because I still think that all of these women who are doing these incredible things are amazing. And it's not about judging them and saying, oh, well, goodness me, it's a shit show behind the scenes. So, you know, they shouldn't be doing it. It's not that at all. And there would have been a time, there was a time, a phase that I went through where I would have judged that in my judgy, sort of still in the judgy days. And I would have been like, oh, well, you know, it's all very well because, but that's, you know, the fam, that's costing them the family or whatever. Like there definitely would have been a time where I would have done that. But thankfully I am growing in my awareness and I guess my empathy and my understanding and compassion and all of those things. And now it's more like, okay, well, how do we support those women as well to not have to feel that pressure to be doing all the time? And to, you know, like allow them the space that they can also, like Ginny did, say, actually, I can't do this like this anymore and that's okay and they're still amazing and they're still incredible and we'll still praise them, you know. (laughs) And I just want to be, I wish that we could have more of that conversation about how do we actually, yeah, embrace that more, I guess. 
and that's where my thinking's been at lately. And, you know, it was one of the things on this um, retreat was learning about all these masks that we put on to to build connection with other people and really what we're wanting to do is just come back to being ourselves. And I think maybe that's what a lot of women are craving too. You know, we just, we actually just want to be at peace. We want to have calm. We want to be able to be ourselves. We want to stop worrying about what people think of us, um, how we look, what we're wearing. Um, and, and also like that just triggered for me in my mind, it's about choice. You know, because the thing about what you're wearing, I mean, I love wearing nice clothes. It brings me a lot of joy. Like I love to be able to dress up and often I don't let myself because I don't want to look too much or whatever, you know. So there's so much to this when you actually dig deep into the layers of what's going on for people behind the scenes. But what just came up then is that it's really about having that choice to not feel like you have to do something to conform to society standards of what you should look like, but actually just because it's what you want to do. Like that, I think, is the place we want to get to. And, you know, it's like I said with Kimmy, you know, Kim Fall, she was very honest about that it's a shit show behind the scenes, but she wasn't, like, depressed about it. She seemed super chirpy, super happy, just, like, full of life, you know. She wasn't like, well, to me, and I mean, I, don't, I honestly don't know, but to me it came across as, like, she's okay with that, you know, and I think that's beautiful too. It's about celebrating and sort of not even celebrating, honouring just exactly where every human but every woman for this example is at and like we want to get to the place where it's always a choice to you know as to how we show up what we're doing what we're wearing and all of those things and it's not because we feel like we have to do it like that is the dream for me is to get to that place and I must say like I have you know personally I've come a long way on this too and it does feel like it's getting easier to just show up and be me but Gee, it's hard, and I'm, and I'm sure that you can relate to this. It's just, it's a, and sometimes you you think you get one bit sorted out, and then yeah, you know, there'll be another area that's that's where that inner critic is, or where you feel like you're having to perform and produce, and you know, Meg, I'm sure I've talked about on here before, Meg, my friend Meg Durham from, um, she's a wellbeing educator. She talks about the you know the five P's: perform, perfect, produce, please never remember the fifth one. There's there's five, you know, it's all these things where we have to sort of perform and, you know, prove ourselves and do all these things that we think we should be doing. It's exactly what I'm talking about here. And I love the way she describes them as the five P's because she's great at coming up with these sort of things. But it really is, we, we want to be in a place where actually we're just connected to ourselves and what we really want to do. And it's our choice about what we do with our bodies, about how we show up. So that is the dream for me and that's what's been coming up for me around International Women's Day and I think for many of us, like I never want to be sort of um, doom and gloom about this stuff because I do think we have come such a long way uh, for many of us, probably for a lot of people listening to this podcast, you you will appreciate that we have come a long way but I think there is still a lot more to do and it's just always great to have these conversations and to keep the conversations going and to always, always, always come at it through that lens of not through judgment, but curiosity. It's just, you know, going back to my podcast from last week about judgment, it's not about judging. It's a really is about curiosity and compassion and just having these conversations so that we can really allow women to reach a place where they do feel fully free to be themselves and to know themselves, love themselves, to fully be connected to who they really are. Like that for me is the dream. and. 
you know, so hopefully conversations like this of me riffing on this stuff is helpful to help you to think about it like that. And and maybe you have been thinking about all this stuff and you're like, yes, that's, you know, that, that helps me because that confirms what I'm thinking or, oh, geez, I hadn't thought about it like that or, wow, yeah, this is great, you know, whatever. Or if you're going, oh, God, I don't agree with that, then get curious about that too. You know, I'm going to do a whole podcast on curiosity actually because I think it's everything. That might be next week's. But, um, yeah, just sort of what is your reaction to these sorts of conversations and then get curious about that. Like that's that's a, that's a wonderful place to sit. So I think that's enough for me today. I love sharing these sort of riffs and ramblings with you guys. Uh, I would love your feedback. I love so much when people send me little messages or just a little comment or, gee, that resonated or even if you disagree with me, I'd love to hear that too because that's, again, how we learn and grow. As long as it's from a place of love, then I think it's wonderful and I'm very happy to hear any, you know, any sort of feedback at all and I just love it so much. It would also be, as always, wonderful if you could, you know, maybe review, give it a little subscribe, share it with your friends. Word of mouth, as we know, is the best. So if you're enjoying the podcast, then please do share it on with others. Also, don't forget that the Spreading the Good Stuff podcast is back as well. So on Monday mornings, the girls, Christy, Leone and myself, are releasing fortnightly podcasts of Spreading the Good Stuff. And that's just us all riffing on all these sorts of things as well and how we are trying to really, you know, live our best lives and help you guys thrive as well. So definitely go and subscribe to that one too. It's such a lovely podcast. And uh, I will be, oh, also don't forget to subscribe to my newsletter because the newsletter, the um, This Rural Life, comes out with Substack every week. I do that every Thursday morning. It has all the details of the podcast. You'll be the first ones to hear about any upcoming courses or workshops or anything like that. And it's a really great place to connect with me. I'm just really enjoying seeing that on Thursday morning. And, yeah, I'd love to see you there. Don't forget to send me any feedback. Thank you so much for being here and listening to my voice in your ears. Uh, I love this platform so much and I love connecting with all of you and I love seeing women shine and just, yeah, be able to be themselves. Like it's just the best. So hopefully this is helping you and thank you very much for being here. So much love. See you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Rural Rockstar. If you enjoyed the show, then please rate and review and share. Don't worry if you didn't enjoy it. Just keep that to yourself. And if you would like more from me, I offer coaching and I would love to work with you. You can also check out my newsletter, This Rural Life, via the show notes or also the link in my bio in my Instagram or Facebook. And if there's anyone that you'd love to hear from on the show, then I would love to hear about that because I'm always looking for wonderful people to interview on the show and to share their wisdom with you. So please do let me know. And thank you for listening. See you guys. Mm-hmm.